Monsoon. Oh, is that where I am? Yeah. Oh. That's where you are again. Oh. And that wonderful music we just heard was by who? That was the Def M Records All-Stars. And you can find uh, music that sounds a lot like that by going to defmrecords.com. Yeah. And thanks again, guys, for our excellent music. And what is the spelling of that Def, just in case? Oh, D-E-A-F-M Records. R-E-O... Uh, records. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Records. Whatever. You can spell that. I can't. <laughs> check them out, guys. The great music. <laughs> the, uh, a bunch of great guys working there and yeah. making music on that site. So definitely go check it out. Show them some love. We appreciate it. Hey, speaking of great guys, we got one on the line with us. We do. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> we, we have our, our good Transformer friend. How's it going, Drew? Great. And I, you just gave me an opportunity to quote my favorite episode of Star Trek. Please do. Uh, no, that, that's me. You're, you're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> From Dying Light, where Picard realizes that the, uh, you know, it's the one where he, with the flute episode where he lives the life of the, the dead culture. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man, that's yeah, right. Man, that's a nice deep cut. See, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Nice deep cuts. Those pop cultural references that yes. we all love. Yeah. Just a box cutter right to your forearm. Well, I. I... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Drew. <coughs> sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> So Drew, since you're since you are the the uh, global brand manager for the Transformers trading card game, I have a feeling I know why you're on the air today. Uh, is it because of Titan Masters Attack? Yeah, that's the upcoming pro- Transformers TCG set. Yeah, that's that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had, there I mean, was we, a big news we, drop we, the other day that surprised us all, and we got excited. I. It is super exciting. Um, we got to go back and pull some super deep cuts from from G1 and then put them in the, the mix with characters and toy stuff from uh, Titan's Return from a few years ago. And mm-hmm. out came this uh, amazingly cool cake that we're calling uh, Titan Master's Attack. And it is, yeah, there's nothing I love more than popping a head off and swapping it and just coming up with, with some crazy new combination, and that's what this set is all about. Drew, you blessed me with a phrase I never thought I'd hear ever in my entire <laughs> life. I love that. Uh, so when I was a kid, yes, um, you, can, you know, one of the coolest things about, about toys when you're young are the accessories, right? Like oh, yeah. the kibble that comes with your action figures, and I, yeah. like G.I. Joe and Transformers, uh, and, and for me, the, the the one problem with with headmasters is they sort of counted as kibble in the sense that I lost them the heads. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like the, the heads would come off, and I'm like, oh, this is so cool! It's a little robot, and it's like an inch tall. And when I'm nine, that means it's getting lost under the couch, and yeah. it's oh, yeah. never to see of day again. Yeah. There's an entire civilization of headmasters <laughs> under my mother's couch. <laughs> I absolutely Lost between the that. cracks on the front porch and elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I totally understand. Well, the the, the headmasters were an interesting choice. What, what led you to to go ahead and, and pull this this deep cut out of the Transformers? So we one of the things that we did way back in the day when we were first uh, looking at the body of work inside the Transformers universe um, uh, was sort of portion out cool toy themes from the past that would make for really good game design space. And a few of them floated to the top. Combiners, which we introduced like this time last year with um, Rise of the Combiners, Mm -hmm. was one of the big spaces. And then Headmasters was another one of the big spaces. And um, Makes sense. Right, because trading card, the essence of trading card games is, is customability. Right. And um, the, the, the ability to take lots of pieces that are options for how you play your game and remix them and remix them into something that is uniquely yours. And uh, the, the Headmaster, Titanmaster mechanic, uh, Titanmasters is their modern name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just offers yet another way to slice, at, literally, and dice uh, this customization so you can... 
really just tailor your gameplay experience to how you like to play and tailor the characters uh, so that you can get, you know, you can get the, 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 the offensive or defensive or tricksy mechanics that you want uh, uh, really, really personalized. And, and the whole set, Titan Masters Attack, not just the Titan Masters, that is the overarching theme of this set. And it's, it's further customization options for deck builders. Drew, it occurs to me that uh, not all of our audience are Transformers fans, so maybe we should explain what a Headmaster or a Titan Master is. Sure, that's a great point. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's go from the top. Transformers are robots. <laughs> no, 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 no. I promise I'll get there real quick. For sure, Transformers for sure. Transformers are robots that turn into things, right? Like, right. So Optimus Prime, the leader of the Autobots, turns into this gigantic semi-trailer. Yes. And cabin trailer. Okay, now imagine in their robot mode, if their heads came off, the robot head had like little rockets that jetted it off the top of the body, mm -hmm. and that head converted into another robot. Madness. And That's then when the, body, right there. Yeah. <laughs> when the body turns into like a truck, the little robot gets in the cab and drives it. Yes, yeah. That, that is a, a headmaster, which we now call Titan Masters. Uh, and there was there was an entire toy line that featured this, and and the the heads of these toys literally popped off. These are the ones that I referred to as living under my mom's couch and yes. forming a civilization. <laughs> they popped off, and they were about an inch tall. And the head unfolded, and arms came out, and you had this little tiny robot. Uh, and the cool thing about it is that the heads, uh, they all had sort of a, a, a common locking mechanism with the bodies, mm -hmm. so you could take the, the head from one character and pop it on another, mm -hmm. and it was madness. Uh, so <laughs> when we translated this into cardboard for a, a trading card game, the bodies and the heads are separate characters, but the way we, we, we sort of designed the, the, the graphic design and the art on these cards is so that the heads and the bodies line up, so you can literally... Uh, just sort of uh, pop the head on, and it just seamlessly, like paper doll style, mm -hmm. uh, matches. With it. So it, it, the heads and the bodies are all interchangeable. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've looked at a, uh, you know all the preview cards that have come out so far, and uh, I really appreciate how just how well that looks like it's going to be. Like, oh well, yeah, I got a robot with a head on it now. Uh, and, and you know, but like you're going to be holding a card with a, a decapitated robot, but then you put you can just put any head on it, and yeah. um, it looks like it's going to mimic the play pattern for the toys pretty well. So, and, I'm, I'm and I want to shout out to to uh, the Transformers TCG art director Shanna Duncan and the Transformers TCG uh, technical artist Brittany Campos, who spent a lot of time making sure that that worked seamlessly. So props to them. Yeah, yeah, they, they deserve props as well, just period because the artwork <laughs> on your guys' stuff is just always so good i half the time spend looking just at the, like oh man this is too cool looking and lose my <laughs> sight of what i was actually doing trying to build my deck <laughs> they do a fantastic I, I, job i appreciate that we uh we, we revealed um so every, every release we prepare a kit of basically promo cards goodies yeah. posters for local game stores, the you know your your local comic book, your local game store, to support play in their store. And for this one, we had a character called Tidal Wave, yeah, who is a really weird character in Transformers because uh, most characters are the aforementioned I'm a truck or a plane, and then I turn into a robot. Tidal Wave is a battleship, an aircraft carrier, and like a transport ship. Yeah, that together combine into one really big robot, but they don't individually have little robot modes. Right, and Oh, we wow. commissioned, yeah, uh, there was a, Tidal Wave was the boss of the PlayStation 2 Transformers game. He was like the final end boss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was a hell of a boss to fight, too. Right, right, because you, you were traveling in him and you didn't know that you were in yeah, a Decepticon. You're just in a level, and then all of a sudden that level transforms around you, and you're like, oh, oh, this is just a giant like battleship transformer now okay, okay see now i have to go find a used game store tonight and go find this playstation <laughs> 2 game so i can see what you guys are talking about because i i think i missed this one that sounds a lot of fun yeah i mean this is ps2 so it's back in the day but going back to your art point because that game created like wrote rose the awareness of tidal wave for mm -hmm. a lot of folks back then there's a, there's a sort of sub faction of tidal wave fans 
who just really love Tidal Wave. And Tidal Wave doesn't show up in Transformers very much. So we have new Tidal Wave art. Like, no one's seen it before, so we released it, and it was like the Tidal Wave fans came out. And Tidal Wave in the game and in his comic book expressions basically just yells that his name over and over again really <laughs> loudly. Like, Tidal Wave! Um, so the comments section in various places was just Tidal Wave in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> who I had never seen talk about the trading card game before. So we made a group of Transformers fans who felt underserved, super happy, and I could not be happier. Oh, that's, that's great. That's Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, Tidal Wave comes from Transformers Armada, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he does. Yeah, and uh, so he, he was in sort of that um, early aughts, um, you know, 80s resurgence period where everything was getting rebooted. Um, this is like, like when G.I. Joe Sigma 6 was coming out and other... Companies were doing okay, other reboots okay, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was the introduction of minicons and stuff. And so, title, yeah, he was just one of the big bad Decepticons, but like didn't do a lot except ruin the Autobots' day. So, <laughs> yeah, That's um, right. Yeah, not not a character had- that I was expecting ever, and uh, like just not even in my brain. Like, oh yeah, we might get title if there's like more Armada stuff later, I guess. But. Mm. So on a very limited basis, we we have we can ask the Transformers creative team if we can include characters in in our game, which is generations themed. Right. And the and you know characters cross over from subbrand to subbrands pretty regularly. We are still core generations, which includes everything from the original G1 toys up to the current War for Cybertron stuff, mm-hmm. um, and most of the IDW comics yeah. are, are included in that. Mm-hmm. But we wanted Tidal Wave so badly, we asked for the exception, and yeah. we're granted it. Uh, yeah. no, they, and that was lovely. Yeah, That's there's, great. there's a handful of characters from outside of the, the quote-unquote generations purview that uh, I would love to see. Um, Hotshot from Armada, for example, um, who got a Generations toy a few years ago as well. So I don't know if that makes him legal for you guys to use. Okay. It does. Okay, yeah, Hot, Hotshot's a character that I would, I would love to see. Um, Armada's not my favorite Transformers uh, iteration, but uh, there's there's some good ideas in there, right? I mean, whether I any anyone particularly likes any version of Transformers uh, is kind of irrelevant. Like, there's good ideas in all of them. So, right. uh, yeah, you might as well mine the best stuff, right? Right. There are some characters who got versions in Armada that I, I, I would love to, A, own, and B, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, the, sea, the Armada Sea Spray is... Oh, uh, I don't know that one, but okay, I'll have to look that up. Uh, is it the Armada Sea Spray? Maybe I'm getting this wrong. Uh, there's a there's a, a redo of Sea Spray, the original little tiny hovercraft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, it, it's just scaled up and lovely. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll, I I just wrote him down on my note sheet here to look up later. Um. <laughs> well, so Drew, how are the and for those that haven't gotten to read the article on it, how are these headmasters going to be incorporated into our older decks. How, how seamless is that transition going to be adding them into some of our, our previous deck builds? No, no problem at all. Here has, here's how it works. So ev- in your existing decks, every character has a star cost. So mm-hmm. the uh, Titan Masters, the body and the head have separate star costs. And you, when you combine a body and a head as you're doing your deck building, you add them together, and that is that character's total star cost. Okay. So it's not like you're running separate characters. If you add a three-point head and a, to a seven-point body and include them on your team, that's a ten-point character. And anything okay. that cares about the star cost of characters just looks at the combined. There is no that they, once they're in, in the game begins mm-hmm. and you, they're just one character. The get the the cool thing that heads do is when that character is KO'd, the head pops off and ter- converts into bot mode, and you and you get to play him as a character now, or her. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. So, so it's so, kind of the reverse of the Battle Masters. In, in some ways, it, the, the game mechanic it shares a lot of DNA with, with Battle Masters in that they are kind of inverted that way. Yeah. In practice, it, uh, it really does some interesting things for gameplay because when the head pops off and turns into a bot, Suddenly, it's it messes up the back and forth number of attacks because there's an extra character on in 
in, that has been added to play. Mm-hmm. In some ways, it feels like de- like deploying a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like for example, if you're if your Titan Master is your last character and your opponent has, let's say, three untapped characters and they go like one, two, and then they attack. Because normally in that in that situation, your opponent would get the three attacks, right, to to tap everyone, and then uh, everyone untaps at the start of the next turn. But is one, two, oh, my Titan Master's KO'd. Well, now I have a head on the field that's a little robot. Well, now my opponent doesn't get his extra attack, so his plans are messed up. Because the head comes into play mm-hmm. on tap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting mechanic to add in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to be strategic on how much damage you're going to be doing then right. at certain points. Just like, wait, I need to get this extra attack. Uh-huh. Am I attacking right now? Oh, wow, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the head... The heads and bot motor characters, so you can put equipment on them. Uh, I mean, you can put armor and weapons or utilities and, and yeah. buff them up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is good because most of them, or the couple you've uh, you've shown so far, are uh, kind of squishy. Like they are. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're two and three star characters, right? So right. You're, you're not going to get a lot of rust stats out of that. Right. Yeah. Well, and it makes sense because I mean, in in the Transformers lore, right? Like the heads pop into like they transform into a robot that's the size of a person. So when you have yeah. a thirty-foot Optimus Prime fighting a thing the size of a person, like he's kind of just going to kick him real quick, yeah. and that's that's going to be sort of that that car squash him like bugs, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in some versions of the stories, are literally people in uh, in power armor. That but, but is absolutely not true. Power. Yeah, um, yeah. One of the fun things about uh, Josh and I don't know how much you remember late '80s Transformers lore. Um, and how much Japanese Transformers lore you, you were even aware uh, of. Yeah, Japanese not so much. Okay, so yeah, in America, we got three seasons of Transformers, and then the last, the fourth season um, was only three episodes, and it was called The Rebirth, and we, there, it, we introduced the, uh, we, we, were in, we were introduced to the Headmasters and the Target Masters. Um, Japan didn't get those three episodes. They got a whole season called Transformers the Headmasters. Okay. And in the American version, um, the the Headmasters and Target Masters were um, mostly aliens from the planet Nebulon, and, or Nebulos. They were Nebulons from Nebu- Nebulos. Is that right, Drew? I believe so. Okay. Um, and so they were like, hey, we can't fight these bad guys on our planet, so if we team up together, we can work together and, and we're all better and everything. Um, in Japan, the little robots, the heads and the, the guns, were from the planet Master, and they were robots like the Transformers. And they built um, other bodies, which I think they called transtectors, um, to turn into the double robot with the head. The wow. Head on it. Yeah. So there's actually different versions of the lore from the same year, depending on what country you're in. Where you're at. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's why, yeah, I remember uh, the, <laughs> the closest thing that I had on any of the toys was an Optimus, I think it was an Optimus Prime, where, like, he had a little robot like that that plugged into the front of his, like, the grill of his truck, if I remember right. Yeah. I think it was Optimus, but, like, yes. he had the little, the, the extra little engine. I thought it was an engine. I didn't know what yeah. it was. I was yeah, kid. no, it was an engine. That was a Power Master Optimus okay. Prime, okay. Yeah, which is a whole other mechanic that, yeah. uh, I don't know, Drew, you guys might get to Power Masters at some point, right? It's possible. We. Uh, so Target Masters, uh, we wrapped in with Battle Masters during right. the Siege 1 and Siege 2 sets. Yeah. And we included some other things that sort of fit in that space, like um, like Turbo Board, right. who was an accessory for Jazz, and just one random figure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had considered doing Power Masters, which for listeners, Power Masters are uh, the engine block, effectively, of a vehicle that pops out and turns into a little robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, we could absolutely do that. That could be a utility card that it turns into instead of a, a weapon or a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's wild. No. Oh. So many things with these toys that it's... are going to be so much fun when they incorporate them into <laughs> this game. True. I can't wait. It's true. Uh, so Drew, there's also a couple of other things you guys are introduced in the, or you're, you you have revealed you will be introducing in this set, um, yep. including the the wreckers are now getting their own their own little sub faction of the Autobots. They sure are. The Wreckers are basically the Autobot Special Forces team that you go to when the job absolutely needs to be done, no matter what the cost. They, um, there have been many incarnations of the Wreckers, and yes. to, to, to be honest, it's a lot that reason is because you don't stay on the Wreckers too long. Yeah, um, a lot of Wreckers don't survive one mission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Wreckers have had many leaders, and and many, many members. And we've kind of pulled from various parts of uh, the stories. So it's sure. not like saying, 
this is the specific issue of the comic where we're it's that records team we looked at characters who were mostly but not entirely titan masters and also uh showed up on record teams uh-huh. like sergeant cup who yeah grizzled veteran sergeant was the leader of the records for some time mm-hmm. uh he's not the only record leader that we've included in the set we just haven't revealed the other the other one yet oh interesting okay yep uh, it's a short list. Uh, people can start guessing now. Yeah. Well, and I know, uh, for example, Impactor and Springer were both records traditionally, uh, historically, whatever. Uh, and they were both released in, in the last set. So I wouldn't necessarily expect new versions of either of them right away. But That's gonna. That's probably correct. Okay. Uh, e- even though they were in a previous set, in that version of the storyline in the mm-hmm. War for Cyberfront, they're not records there. Right. But they're critical characters, so we wanted to make sure that they got in. Um, you know, the records is not a one-shot deal. We'll we'll add new records to the game, just like we've added new Insecticon to the game over time. Yeah, okay. And so at some point, maybe we'll see more records, to us, including characters that we've seen before, but now in their the record version. Okay. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Little alternate versions of yeah. some of the people. Yeah. Uh, and so the records, they're not a new faction like the, mer- the, the mercenaries were, right? Correct. They're, they are Autobots. They're Autobots, and they just they get their own little symbol to denote them as Wreckers in the same way that, like, the Dinobots are a, a quote-unquote tribe, and they have a little logo, and, like, the Predacons are a tribe of Decepticons, right? Yep. Okay. And the, ha- the Hasbro creative team uh, did us a solid, and they uh, created a new version of the Wreckers logo that's now the official Wreckers logo, and we get to show it off for the first time here. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm actually excited for this new logo. Um, Josh, I don't know how familiar you are with the records either. Uh, a little bit. Not okay. a ton. Uh, some from like the uh, games, you know, a little yeah. bit of episodes I've watched, stuff like that. Okay. And I, I couldn't tell you the characters from it because sure. that few times it was like, wait a minute, I don't remember this person. Right. <laughs> now um, it makes more sense knowing that they don't last very long. <laughs> right. So the thing about the old records logo is it was the Autobot shield. But, like, the little forehead piece and the nose looked like a sledgehammer, basically, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's a cool logo and a cool little modification of the Autobot logo. But I, it, as soon as they showed off, like, hey, here's a new Wreckers logo, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because when you shrink that down to the size it's going to be on the card text, it's going to be completely indistinguishable from an Autobot logo. And, that makes sense. And I don't yeah. know if that's why you guys uh, inco- are incorporating that, Drew. Um, but I... I How is it? <laughs> That is an accurate technical note. Yeah, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. And I mean, if Hasbro was like, "Hey, we want to make an, an actual official uh, records logo," like that's you know good too, right? Yeah. But yeah. No, and also Tor- give them a little bit of love for the fans of those those characters too. They I mean, they get a new logo yeah. and everything else. So that, that's neat. I yeah. like that. Um, and then we introduced one more big thing in the sets: a new card type called Stratagems. Yeah. And this falls into the meta category of. How can we give more customization options to players? Okay. So stratagems cost you a star Mm -hmm. in the same way. They're not battle cards, but you pay the star. The stratagem tells you a specific character and like version of a character um, that that stratagem pairs with. Mm -hmm. And it changes the character somehow. Sometimes... They're going to be cards that were like, ah, oh, you know, we really love this character. Fans love this character, but it needs a little bit more love. Uh, maybe it needs to be a little bit more powerful. Maybe it needs another option. Mm-hmm. So the stratagem changes the rules on that character. And then sometimes the stratagems are going to offer you a, an alternate way to play and build with the character. So... Um, they, they can do a lot of things for us. They're going to be sort of an evergreen part of the game. Okay. And and uh, as an example, uh, early in the design of Titan Masters, we were exploring switching heads in game. It's like, oh, this head, the head that I have on this character gives me defense. Mm-hmm. But uh, another character is currently getting smacked around, so I will swap the head using some whatever game mechanic or card. Sure. And now the character who's getting attacked has extra defense. Yeah, and the problem with that was that only really works when you have like choice in play, which means basically means three or more Titan Masters in play together. Right. Because otherwise, it's just like oh, this head goes there and then it goes back again. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't very compelling. But the problem was that the 
in in a design where there were, had to be a lot of these Titan Masters in play for this to work is the Titan Masters were all low star cost, so you could play several of them, and they weren't very meaty. Mm-hmm. They weren't very powerful. It was just kind of underwhelming. So that idea basically went away. But it's still possible to play a couple of, of Titan Masters, uh, e- even though now they're now larger and more powerful. Sure. So there's a stratagem that lets you swap heads. Yes, and that one is literally called Swap Heads. <laughs> um, yep. And I, I brought, we, we were talking about this at, at our local playgroup over the weekend because you guys revealed it uh, last week. And uh, one, of, one of us uh, brought up the point, why wasn't that card called Head On? Because Head On is from the Japanese. Uh, okay. It's from the Japanese Headmasters and not, not Generations. Yep. Okay. That's on the way of access to. Okay. Okay. No, that's, you know what? That's a completely legitimate reason, right? If you guys, if Hasbro's not letting you, uh, if like, hey, here's what, here's where you guys live. Like, awesome. That's, that's fair. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, us deep cut nerds like our deep cuts. So, so speaking of deep cut. Yeah. Uh, there's a head called Arcana. Yes. I have this on my notes to ask about. So number one question that we got, Ar- Arcana is an interesting headmaster it does its thing in like gameplay wise right but the number one question is why is arcana a decepticon and yeah. we got that once. yeah and i maybe, i didn't go, notice he was a decepticon immediately but as soon as someone pointed out i got very excited because i know why arcana is a decepticon um and for our listeners arcana is usually the head of uh brainstorm right who is an autobot one of the autobot headmasters um but, yeah, why would an Autobot headmaster have a Decepticon head, Drew? So, because Brainstorm was, de- at various points, either a spy for the Decepticons, mm-hmm. a double agent, mm-hmm. uh, didn't know that Brainstorm was, that he was a Decepticon. Mm-hmm. Like, but none of these stories were long, long plot lines. But it just kept happening. Like, it shows up a few times. It's sort of like the... The lore of Brainstorm is maybe he's occasionally a Decepticon. Mm-hmm. And so um, the Titans Return head partner for Brainstorm was Teslor. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So we had Arcana just sort of sitting around as like an extra head that we could stick in. Huh. And there, there are a few uh, Titan Master heads in the set that don't have a body partner. Okay, that makes uh, sense because the Titan Masters toy line definitely had some of the um, extra heads at the the lower price tier. Yep, and there's not a lot of them, right? But there's a few. Yeah. But we had Arcana sitting around, and Matt Smith, um, who is our expert on Transformers uh, story and lore and IP, mm-hmm. uh, was like, "Oh, what if we just make Arcana Decepticon as a nod to all of those times that Brainstorm <laughs> was a Decepticon?" and there you have it. And yeah. maybe it was just too deep of a cut. Like, you really have to have a lot of Transformers uh, story experience and under your belt to, to catch that one. So I'm really glad you got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I uh, you know, obviously I'm a big Transformers fan, but I... Uh, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I read the hell out of the IDW series and the, the issue where... Uh, Brainstorm takes his faceplate off, and there's a Decepticon logo spray-painted inside his mouthpiece. I was just like, oh, oh, that changes, like, literally everything about this character. And, you know, the war was already over, so it wasn't, like, a huge deal necessarily, but, like, oh, now suddenly the smartest guy in the room is working for the other side, or did work for the other side, and he knows everything. So what does that mean? And it was uh, I. I was super excited in that. And so yeah, as soon as as soon as it was pointed out the Arcana card is a Decepticon, I was like, oh, that's that's so much fun. <laughs> and right, and it's a very different take than like say uh, Jetfire, who was at some point a Decepticon and said, uh, this isn't right anymore. I don't want to do be part of this gang. I am going mm-hmm. to switch sides. Mm-hmm. It was much more of a like, like holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, character switching sides, uh, one of our listeners actually wrote in a question because I said you were going to be on. Um, oh, I love listener questions. Yeah. So uh, BoSoxFan74 on Twitter uh, 
asked if the mercenary faction will continue in feature sets for characters like Double Dealer and Punch Counterpunch, who have been both Autobots and Decepticons. Um, I don't expect you to spoil necessarily Double Dealer and Punch Counterpunch specifically, but will mercenaries be continuing? Uh, I can, without spoiling anything, I can say that they are now a faction in the Transformers TCG. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So we can probably maybe expect them in future sets. Uh, yes. Probably maybe. <laughs> probably maybe yes. Okay. No, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, we got to debut Mercenaries, uh, for, for Transformers in general, which was amazing. But th- that debut kind of talks about that they're, they're part of the Transformers universe now, specifically and especially inside the War for Cybertron, uh, storyline. Okay. Right. Right. Which, uh, yeah, is, Still ongoing in the toy line, and yep. in theory is probably still going, still ongoing in the TCG. Again, not asking you to spoil anything. Um, okay. Well, there there have been some very cool Trans Earthrise toys uh, revealed so far. Yes. Yeah, there have. <laughs> I have to go online and look at those up. Yeah. I haven't seen those ones. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. They they're all they're all starting to come out. And, uh, New York Toy Fair is coming up in the next couple of weeks, so we're probably going to get a lot a of a lot of stuff. A lot of information about what's coming up this year. Um, hey, while we're on the listener questions, uh, BoSoxFan74 also asked, um, some teams like the Omnibots and Constructicons cannot play star cards and stratagems because each team is already maxed at 25 stars. Was this considered when stratagems were being designed? It absolutely was. So uh, one of the things that we had considered for teams, and Metroplex in particular was one of the, uh, the key things here, was... Could we have stratagems that had zero star cost but gave a drawback as well as a benefit? Okay. And that would sort of balance out as the cost. Yeah. And the answer is, sure, it could absolutely work that way. Okay. But when we introduced the card type for the first time, we wanted to keep it uniform. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so like we introduced this thing, and then later we can riff on it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's why there's there's only star cost stratagems in this set. Okay, okay, totally fair. And then there were um, thirty of them debuting in this set, right? There's a lot, and yeah. there, there's I would say there's about half of them uh-huh. care about characters in Titan Masters Attack. Okay, and the other half look backwards to characters that were previously printed. Excellent. That was going to be my big question for it. Was like, are we going to get some love on the other characters? Because I got a spinister deck. I'm really working on that. I'm like, okay, how many of these are I going to be able to use? And we able to make my guy this thing actually work finally. Yeah, so it's exciting. So not every character from the past will get a stratagem. Just like not every character in the set gets a stratagem. Sure. Um, Fair enough. We're we're focusing on on some characters that I, the best way to put it is could use us a, a little extra love. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, are and, they all character-specific, or are some of them generalized for, like, a Decepticon or Autobot? There's a very small number of generalized ones. You saw okay. the first one. That was Swap Heads. Swap right. Heads cares about, do you have Titan Masters on your team? So there's always a criteria for including them. Okay. And there are a couple of other generalized ones that don't call out a specific named character, but that is the minority of stratagems. And the reason for that is we don't want stratagems to be overbearing uh we want them to be something that you are really mostly thinking about from a character point of view yeah you don't want to have you have to have one in your deck to be able to compete so that makes sense yeah yeah um speaking of stratagems and maybe giving some older characters some love one of the ones you introduced was jurassic punch which is going to give volcanicus uh a really big attack (laughs) it is uh and it is my favorite card name in the set. Jurassic Punch is pretty good. Uh, also, when I read it, my brain just went, how about a nice Jurassic Punch? And I can't get that out of my head now. And hopefully neither will anyone that listens to this. <laughs> when, I, when I posted this, I, I noted that I had uh, punched a, used this card to punch a um, uh, Micromaster back into the Carboniferous period. Yes. 300 million years prior to the Jurassic period. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a lot of fun. It's like I flipped 34 cards. Um, our listener, Drew Carlson, wanted to specifically have me thank you for revealing Jurassic Punch on his birthday. Um, All right. You're welcome. Us Drews have to stick together. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't just tell you in your secret cabal message group, but uh, yeah. Well, he wanted it to be public, so everybody knew. Yeah. Um, Drew actually has a pretty scary, a pretty weird Volcanicus deck that's um, 
he he uses um the Grimlock to pull in the Wave One Dinobot Sludge for all the the extra healing. Um, and there was one game where he was up against a Superion, and he healed full health, I think three times, and still managed to lose uh, because Volcanicus just couldn't hit Superion hard enough. So uh, hopefully, this will take care of that problem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This card is very interesting, and just going into a little of the thought behind it, mm-hmm. uh, the point of the card isn't to cre- allow Volcanicus to do a lot more damage. Sure. Uh, the, the, the design impetus behind this card is to collapse down all of the cards you needed to use in a Volcanicus deck to cause Volcanicus to do damage because of situations like just like the one you talked about mm-hmm. into this one card. Okay. Uh, and then you re- and then it allows you to repl- because Volcanicus's problem is when he's played as designed he he can do damage mm-hmm. but it's very difficult to get him to combine. Right. And so this card says okay you don't have you don't have to play any weapons. You can just flip 30 cards. Yeah. Uh, and okay. Use all those weapon slots to uh, play cards that keep Grimlock alive so he can uh, do his thing enough times to combine Volcanicus. Okay. Yeah, that makes that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so then you can just play more armor and utilities to keep. Yeah, okay, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Let's say you're flipping twenty cards with Volcanicus, mm-hmm. um, which is completely reasonable. Like you're going up against uh, you know Galaxy Commander Optimus Prime. Right. You're flipping twenty cards. Well, let's say half of the cards in your deck have uh, orange pips or so. Mm-hmm. That's plus ten damage, which is pretty hefty, and it's it's kind of the bonus you'd get from from your weapons. Excuse me, <clears throat> but but it's it's just one card now. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty rad. Okay, cool. Um, hey, <laughs> speaking of Galaxy Commander Optimus Prime, Galactic Commander Optimus Prime, um, Drew Carlson also asked uh, in another on another podcast last January. You had mentioned. Uh, "Quote unquote," you were working on an Optimus nobody would expect um, that would be released in 2019, and then there were three Optimuses released in 2019. Uh, so, do you remember what you were talking about? Because I don't know that I remember that podcast specifically. And do you remember which Optimus you were referring to? Oh, it was the Galactic Commander. Okay, yeah, that made the most sense because why would we get a uh, Transformers Energon Optimus in a Generations game? But then Hasbro put him out in the toy line. So, yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I only have one other big note, which is the uh, the box, the booster box um, tease. Like that, that mm-hmm. image got released. And so um, there's some other characters maybe revealed on there, but uh, it looked like Fortress Maximus was listed on there. Fortress Maximus is. He's not just on the outside of the box. He's yeah. in every sealed box. Yeah. Uh, so just like with uh, Siege 2 where we had a um, Titan, Mm-hmm. In every sealed display box, we thought that w- worked really nicely. Yeah. Um, so we did it again. Uh, we, we, we won't do it every time, but there was a natural a natural Titan to go in here. Fortress Maximus is the headmaster whose head is also a headmaster. Uh, he's, yes. He's like Russian <laughs> nesting doll of, of headmasters. Right. Uh, it's just headmasters all the way down. <laughs> um, so uh, Fortress Maximus, in some might be one of the oldest titans because yeah. uh, he participated in in like this the the original Cybertron wars i mean in the story um, right he wasn't the first t- titan toy to be made no and so we we included him every sealed box you get a little pack in it well not a little pack you get a pack that's that's the size of a titan card and it contains Fortress Maximus and Cerebos and Emissary and Cerebos uh, is a robot who is a body yep. uh, who flips into a head, and that head goes on Fortress Maximus. Yes. An emissary is a little a small character card, and that's a robot whose alt mode is Cerebos's head. So you fight with Fortress Maximus, and if he gets KO'd, Cerebos pops off, and then you fight with him, and if he gets KO'd, emissary pipes, pops off, and at that point your opponent's probably really annoyed. to say the least yeah yeah um so a couple quick questions about fortress maximus right so uh since he's he's the third titan we're getting in the game um 
the other two, Metroplex and Trypticon, both had three partners, and it, Sportsmanship Maximus only has two. Uh, now that makes sense because he's you know the headmaster and the headmaster. Um, but is there was there uh, any other design reason to not give him a third person a uh, third partner? Yes, uh, it was that Metroplex and um, Trypticon were basically designed uh, as a opposing pair. Okay. Uh, with different methods to deploy. And we might have gone a little bit under in the power on Trypticon. Okay. Um, especially given relative to his release. But uh, Fortress Maximus was designed uh, in and of himself to take advantage of the Headmaster's mechanics. So he doesn't need... He plays very differently. He's not a deployer like the other two Titans are. Sure. Okay. Uh, he's more of a gigantic bruiser. Okay. With some, some cool tricks plus the Headmaster gimmick. Um. And then the other the other thing about Fortress Maximus is is in those episodes I mentioned earlier the rebirth, um, it was it was Fort Max and then Cerebros and then Cerebros's head was Spike Witwicky in the cartoon, um, but not here. <laughs> but not here. Um, was that a, a was that another Hasbro decision or is that uh, you guys so are we, not we generally we generally don't pull directly from the cartoons we look to a, a toy precedent. Okay. And so we. This is the Titans based on the Titans Return version of Fort Max. Okay. Yeah. Where Cerebros and Emissary were the head and the head of the head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I again, I figured that was the case. Just you know, well, it it popped into my head. So if it popped into no pun intended, uh, so if it popped into mine, it probably popped into other people's. Figured I might as well ask. Oh, oh, don't worry. Don't please don't excuse the the pun. The last <laughs> seven months of work life. Haven't been nothing but head 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 puns. <laughs> Nonstop. Well, in that case, speaking of things popping into my head, while you two were just talking about the Titans that we've had previously, um, you know, Metroplex and Trypticon, is there any chance we might be seeing some love for Trypticon? Maybe getting a, a duel, like maybe a, a starter set with the two of them. That you know, we have a pre-built Trypticon deck, so we can maybe uh, <laughs> make use you know, of him. He's hard to build for, man. I've been trying and trying and trying to build a decent Trypticon deck. I am just. I am having a heck of a time. He is. He's he's a little bit underpowered. He's a much more casual card. Met- Metroplex can be more competitive than uh, Trypticon. So I think we went a little under on power. Uh, I- I'll take that back to the team. We don't have any plans for, a, a, say, re- reusing that content. But it's uh, it's certainly possible that a, he might get a stratagem in a future set, not this one. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Trypticon's only twenty four hey. stars anyway. So yeah, and he's a fun fun card. It's, uh, he's he's just tough to work with. It's just one mm-hmm. of those like yeah, just trying to find the right build for him can can be a strategy. But that's part of the reason I like this game is trying to find those things. Yeah, is trying to get those those kind of gimmicks to work and and you know finding a way to make a slightly underpowered character like that mm-hmm. into a, a beastly deck. This why well, I, I like a lot of the. Uh, the characters like uh, I mentioned earlier, Spinister, I like that one just because throwing him with a couple battle masters in there, you can suddenly have him knocking people out of the orbit if you <laughs> if you're doing it right, yeah. depending on your draws. So it's it's one of the big things that I like about this for sure. So it's good to hear you guys are going to be going back and giving uh, some of those characters like Trypticon a little bit of love in the future. Yep, and and stratagems give us a lot of flexibility as game designers. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I, I think it is probably the most unique thing that we've done because. Like some games have had silver bullet cards in the past, but this is because it's pushing this the sort of power creeps sideways and not just directly up. Uh, yeah. And we're pretty careful about that. It's it, it gives us a lot of opportunity to make nuanced choices for for players in the future, and to, as we've been talking about, to go back and 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 uh, correct some some underpowered characters. Or there are a couple of cases where it's like, oh, there was. Uh, there was this flavor bit, like a story bit, that we couldn't include in the concept of the character, but it's not big enough to do an entirely separate version of the character. Mm, yeah, that and, makes sense. Uh, right, and a stratagem is the perfect way for us to celebrate that little bit of flavor um, that, in a way that gives the choice, honors the character completely, and, you know, and... Uh, I just love them. Yeah. Yeah, I look forward They're... to seeing how the the more of these as you guys slowly release them and once we get this set out, I can't wait to see what all these are because I just 
what's running through my head, it could be a lot of fun for some of these characters. <laughs> and depending on what characters get cards, they just I've got a bunch of them that I've always wanted to use but never been able to figure out how. So this could really make those characters and those cards super useful. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see more of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> just while we're, while we're talking, right, more questions popped into my head. Um, so like in the – I know the – Things you guys have released have said that the the we're still getting the one big card and one like one big transformer, one smaller transformer uh, card in the in the booster packs, um, and then some of the smaller transformer cards are going to be replaced with stratagems, and that's cool. So, I, yep, I think that's yep. a that's fair. Um, will all of the smaller transformers in the set all be Titan Master heads? Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, but so basically, when you open a pack, it's yeah. is this a Titan Master or not? If yes, you'll get a head and a body, and it's not the matching pair; it's sure. a random head and body. Okay. Uh, we wanted to. Not not everybody has listens to podcasts or reads forums or the Facebook group or Reddit or what have you yeah. or, or 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 the rule book. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. And there's a natural impetus to to match the head and the body. Mm-hmm. Who canonically go together, right? And that's not the play pattern that that is the most fun. The most fun is is finding the cool combinations. So while it would have been technically feasible for us to ensure that the head and body were a canonical pairing, mm-hmm. instead made made it more random. So to show that you can pair different heads and bodies. Okay. And no, that, that makes perfect sense. In that direction. Yeah. Yeah, especially because uh, the last set, and I uh, forgive me, I can't remember the name. We had the uh, the Decepticon and the Autobot, the two piece, uh, the Battle Master, the uh, yep. Uh, toward, oh yeah, yeah, like Brunt and uh, Six Gun. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this makes perfect sense because that that way you're not looking for the two pieces that go together. You're getting a head and a body in the same pack. Going, oh, okay, I can use this immediately. Mm-hmm. So it, that's that's great. absolutely correct. So I, I think that we will be less likely to ever do something like Brunt. Where you have where the pieces that you get are not playable. Um, if things like okay. Omega Supreme from the last set were much more uh, interesting to me, because each of those pieces is playable separate from itself, and if you have all three, you can combine them. Right. But you can play the tank and you can play the rocket base ship and the base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that feels better, especially for sealed deck play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the one the one problem I had when we were just goofing around playing. Uh, like just two pack, yeah, two pack turbos. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> I got I got Brunt's pants. Yeah, pulled half a Brunt. <laughs> yeah, so that that's good to hear that uh, we won't have to worry about that kind of thing in in, in the, yeah. the sealed play like that. And not that it was a big, gigantic problem, but it, it it was one of those things. I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Okay, well, yeah. go to the third guy instead. Uh, so Drew, based on what you said, I'm going to presume then not every character in the set is going to be a Titan Master body or of the large that's, Transformers, right? That's correct. Okay. There's uh, a a fair number of regular large Transformers characters, and when you open one of those, there'll be a stratagem in the back. Okay. Now I'm sure you can't tell us names, but are we going to have some surprise? characters that people aren't expecting come through into the set with those uh the individual cards so in some ways there's a lot of surprises because uh there's 46 characters in the set uh including heads and bodies counted separately and of them 43 are characters who have never appeared in the tcg before wow oh so okay there's there's a whole lot of uh yeah that yeah and we we know one of the characters that is returning is sergeant cup because you've already released him yep so and Optimus Prime is pictured on the box, so he's pretty likely. Yep, yep. That's a fair... Yeah. For, <laughs> also, pretty safe in hey, Transformers. Transformers, there's probably going to be an Optimus Prime in this release. Yeah. Um, speaking of pictured on the box, uh, since we're going there, right? Um, Decepticons, Mindwipe, and Weird Wolf, it looked like we're on the side of the box as well. So can we potentially look forward to seeing those guys? I can neither confirm nor deny that that small pixelated image was actually those characters. But I will say that we had to make a new trait icon for this set and it was beast Ooh, Ooh. okay that opens uh... up a lot of possibilities in the future <laughs> you just got me excited here drew <laughs> i i really hope i did <laughs> uh all right drew we got a couple minutes left but i i just uh listen beast wars is the low-hanging fruit that everyone wants to ask about so uh i know you can't necessarily spoil but i'm gonna ask anyways are we getting a beast war set ever I won't say no. Uh, we love Beast Wars. We know that Beast Wars is 
is Transformers for a significant percentage of Transformers fans. Because yeah. like for that entire time period that Beast Wars it was the it was the Transformers franchise. So right. there's a lot of love for it. I love it. Uh, the team loves it. The Transformers team at Hasbro loves it. So I, I'm not gonna say no. Okay. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. All right. <laughs> well, Drew, as always, we appreciate your time, and we appreciate all the hard work everybody over there does because we absolutely love this game, and it's it's a blessing for us because it's something we we spend time on and enjoy mm-hmm. it, and uh, we enjoy our talks with you every time. So we really appreciate you being on again. I love being a guest on the show. You oh. guys are a blast. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, can right. we maybe ask you to set. come on again as the set's closer to coming out or maybe, maybe on release day or something? That sounds great. So. Okay. How about uh, all you listeners out there, send your questions into the the fine folks at Atomic Monsoon, and so uh, when uh, I next appear on the show, I can start getting some answers out to you. Yeah, we look forward to that. Sounds great. So uh, everybody, have a great day. Drew, thank you again for being on the show. And uh, until next time, uh, don't forget Pretender Way Rider Chew. <laughs> everybody have a good night. I didn't oh. hear that. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to send us questions, you should send them to atomicmonsoon at gmail.com. Or... <laughs> but Twitter is always the best one. So go ahead and add us on Twitter. And yeah. That's the easiest way for us yep. to get all these questions. And we will be happy to ask any, any questions that we can and as many as we possibly can when we have Drew on again. So yep. everybody, thank you again for listening. Drew, thank you again for being here. And we will talk to you all next time. Bye. Hey, everybody. You just heard our interview with Drew from uh, the Transformers trading card game. And uh, we have a couple of corrections from previous episodes and yeah. some uh, listener shout-outs and stuff that we need to go over real quick. So uh, yeah. here we go. So it turns out I, I made I made two mistakes in my uh, X-Men spiel from a couple of weeks ago uh, on our X Marks the Spot episode. I mean, were they really mistakes? Or well, was it just like, oh, I didn't quite have the right It was It was being caught up in the moment. I forgot a couple of creators' names, and okay. I accidentally attributed it to the wrong creator. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so... Uh, Archie Goodwin was not Stanley's editor back when the X Men were created. Uh, it was Marty Goodman. Oh, okay. Right. So they have very similar names. Um, Archie Goodwin worked on and maybe created Vampirella, uh, and Marty Goodman was the old editor of um, okay. Okay. Timely and Marvel Comics. And then I accidentally said that um, Andy Nascenti was the writer on New Mutants uh, before Rob Liefeld took over. Um, I was mistaken. It was Louise Simonson, and Nascenti was the former editor of New Mutants. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Easy uh, mistake to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot of names and information and, and, and stuff, so we, that's, we, that's fair, but yeah. we got the corrections now, so yep. we apologize yep. for that. Um, and then also, our listener, at RealTJ, on Twitter, um, wanted to bring to our attention that even though Billy D. Williams, uh, who had played Harvey Dent in the 1989 Batman, he did not come back to play Two-Face in later uh, movies in that timeline, mm-hmm. Billy D. Williams did play Two-Face in the Lego Batman movie. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't either. So, uh, TJ, thank you for letting us know. That is great. Yeah. That's yeah. good to know. I, I didn't realize you'd ever gotten to do that. That's, that's yeah. a fun little deep cut there. That... I've only, like, half watched that movie because it was playing when I worked in the comic store, like, overhead. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. Really I've seen it, down. but it wasn't, like, I didn't pay attention to the Batman Lego movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have to do that because uh, everything I hear about that movie, it's all, like, it's all the deep cut stuff that you and yeah, I love. Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's the DC references were ridiculous in yeah, that movie. Yeah, So, so that, that was having... why I enjoyed it, but I didn't pay that deep of attention to the character the voices and everything. Yeah, right, just... right. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you know, hey, listeners, I, I yeah, I goofed on the on the X Men things, and I apologize, and I apologize to the creators for uh, getting them wrong, uh, even the one that's no longer with us. Um, we appreciate you looking out though, and yeah, uh, we appreciate yeah. the feedback as always. Yeah. So everybody, go out buy some Transformers trading card game packs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Drew said we might have some previews for you guys coming in the near future. Yeah. So, so uh, hopefully we're gonna have some more information on that and yes. uh, some 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 spoilers for you. Hopefully, yeah, so and s- uh, stay tuned to our social media. Yeah. So keep it out, and uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. All right. Roll out. Oh, how it pains me to do this. Wait, I still function. Wanna bet? Start!